Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Tuesday. It's KHON to go. Now, Hawaii's most accurate weather with Kelly Simek. Aloha, everybody. We're going to continue to see drying trends in the next couple of days as that upper level low that we've been tracking pushes away from the state. And as it does, the atmosphere becoming a bit more stable. That upper level trough is what created the instability and led to the heavy rainfall. But the threat of heavy rain is diminishing as that pushes away. So I'm going to say there's a moderate heavy rain threat. Not really looking at heavy rain. Again, that flash flood watch was dropped. So do still expect some showers and again with some lingering instability we still may see some of those at least moderate showers potentially develop but it doesn't look like rainfall going to be an issue at least for about two days now winds still fairly strong we're looking at winds up to about 25 to 30 miles an hour for today it looks like they may already start to be easing off a little bit from what we've been seeing the past couple of days not looking at box jellies and surf still dangerous with that high surf advisory for our east shores now taking a look at the satellite now, although we're going to be seeing drier conditions, doesn't look like the cloud cover is going to lighten up. As you can see, some mid to high clouds here being pulled up from the south, and they're quite thick. So we're seeing those all the way from Niihau to Hawaii Island, leading to the grayer skies. That high to the north is what's generating us our trades, and that low to the northwest continues to push further away from us. Take a look. Oh, it actually looks like a little bit of a southeasterly wind flow. For the most part, we're going to see winds directly coming in from the east. It might have a little bit of a southerly component, but either way, we're going to be looking at very breezy conditions and bulk of the trade showers being pulled onshore by those winds, mainly focused over windward sides. Now again, our surf still large for east shores. Choppy trades well. 8 to 12 foot faces there, so high surf advisories posted. We're looking at 1 to 3 foot faces for our south and west shores, and our north shores 2 to 4 foot faces. Now enjoy the drier weather while we have it. Flash flood watch dropped. All the alerts that we have now, just marine alerts. Boater, small craft advisory posted. We have a gale warning in effect, and then also a high surf advisory for those east facing shores. Now, today into tomorrow, we're going to be seeing still gloomier conditions. Better chance for more sunshine definitely tomorrow. We'll start to see some of those blue skies peek through today, though. But then Thursday, we have an approaching cold front as well as some moisture to the south. Looks like that could spread over the state. So be prepared for rainfall. As of right now, the timing's looking like Thursday into Friday. Some forecast models have that a little bit later, starting Thursday night through Saturday morning. Either way, it's looking like Sunday, the better chance for sunshine. Evacuations are underway in the Philippines as a volcanic eruption threatens the province of Batangas. The tall volcano, located about 37 miles from the capital of Manila, began erupting Sunday, sending steam, ash, and rock shooting up into the sky. About 150 earthquakes have been reported so far. Philippine officials believe it's going to get worse before it gets better. Nearly half a million residents were ordered to evacuate immediately, believing another much larger eruption and possible tsunami could happen. Back here at home with all the recent rain, the city is looking to fix more potholes on the roads. Dallas Ontiveros joins us live from Kapiolani Boulevard with more details on how you can help out. Morning, Dallas. Good morning, Christina Ross. That's right. According to the city, ever since 2013, since Mayor Kirk Caldwell took office, reporting potholes has sharply decreased since that time. But now with the recent wet weather, the city is asking for the public to help. 
And since 2013, the Caldwell administration has patched over 230,000 potholes and has repaved over 2,000 lane miles. However, it doesn't stop drivers from getting into those accidents or damaging their cars on almost a daily basis. That's why in yesterday's press conference, Ross Asamura director and chief engineer for the Department of Facility Maintenance explained how drivers could work together with the city to fix any damages they see in their area. Take a listen. The only priority is when we receive the call. So a lot of times people will drive by the potholes and complain about it, tell their neighbors, tell their spouses, tell their friends or relatives. But really the first call should be to the pothole hotline so that we can get that area identified quickly and so that we can get our crews dispatched. Now, with the rainy weather, potholes are known to kind of cave in because of the rainwater that seeps in through the cracks. But the city is hoping that with this dry weather that we're having for today and for more days to come, that they're able to work really hard at fixing as many potholes as they can. But to help, you can also call 808-768-777. Again, 808-768-777. And there are also more ways to report any potholes or any road damages that you could find on a website later today at KHON. Until then, reporting from Kapiolani Boulevard, Dallas and Rivero, sing back to you, Ross Christine in the studio. Thank you very much, Dallas. Well, he's heading to the great Northwest. We're waiting to hear more developments in Manoa after news that UH head football coach Nick Rolovich is leaving the program to take the head coaching gig at Washington State. And he's about to get paid because the reigning Mountain West Conference Coach of the Year has accepted a reported five-year deal worth a total of $15 million. UH Athletics Director Dave Matlin has confirmed that Rolovich will be the new head coach at Wazoo. Rolo takes over for Mike Leach, who left for Mississippi State last week. Rolovich took over the UH program back in 2016 and is paid over $400,000 annually. In his four seasons with the Bows, Rolo is 28-27 and 27 with three bowl appearances. So the next big question moving forward, who could be a potential replacement? One name that has come up is passing game coordinator Craig Stutzman, who was instrumental in recruiting quarterback Chevin Cordero from St. Louis. Another big question, who will Rolo take with him to Pullman, and how will that affect Hawaii's next move? Stay with KH12 on air and online as we provide the latest on the story. Rolo became the 23rd head coach for the Rainbow Warrior program when he was hired in 2016. He was a former star quarterback for UH from 2000 to 2001 and was also an assistant and offensive coordinator from 2008 to 2011. He replaced Norm Chow, who was fired after four years as head coach with 36 losses in 46 games. Prior to Chow, Greg McMacken led the team from 2008 to 2011. He then resigned and accepted a $600,000 payout. Before that, June Jones led the team for eight years from 1999 to 2007. A big change for the Honolulu Police Department. It is now accepting lateral transfers. That means applicants currently working at another law enforcement agency can now apply at HPD. And they wouldn't have to spend a lot of time in the police academy since they already have law enforcement experience. HPD has also tried to shorten the hiring process from 18 months to five in order to fill those empty positions. For more information on how you can apply for a lateral transfer, just visit our website at cage12.com.
Lawmakers are calling for action after a deadly shooting near Whitmore Village over the weekend. The medical examiner's office has now identified the woman who died as Malia Soma Valmoja of Wahewa. We're told that the 30-year-old was on the phone with a friend saying she was in an argument with someone when she was shot. No arrests have been made in the case. The victim was shot in a farm area owned by the state's Agribusiness Development Corporation. Lawmakers say that they are aware of other crimes happening there, including a massive chop shop, and something needs to be done. If the state is going to own land, then the state needs to take responsibility for it um, and not just serve as a, a broker. We need to monitor and regulate that land. Unfortunately, we, we're at the point where we really got to put some money and some positions to be more proactive in this effort. Hours after the shooting, Senator Donovan De La Cruz drafted a bill to hopefully create law enforcement for agriculture lands. We reached out to the Agribusiness Development Corporation and were told there would be no comment due to an ongoing lawsuit. We'll move over, Dr. Dre. Rapper Snoop Dogg has teamed up with Duncan. For one week, the chain is selling the Beyond D-O-double-G sandwich. It's a Beyond sausage patty with egg and cheese served on a sliced glazed donut. Duncan says it was inspired by the rapper's passion for plant-based protein and love of glazed donuts. Snoop started partnering with Duncan last year to promote its plant-based protein items. The company's CEO says Beyond Meat has been a hit for Duncan since it launched in November. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with K2N to go.